Michael Shannon did a great job playing Zod. I think where he was let down is the universe building and the dialogue. Um, there's moments where he plays it, and I believe he's an alien general. Yeah. Like that's that's something I can buy into. Yeah. Um, but. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the Michael Shannon reading the sorority girl letter video. No. Oh, uh, you totally should. If, you, uh, if you're watching this and you haven't, pause, YouTube that, and then come back to this. Okay. Um, but he reads this um, deriding letter of this, like, sorority sister talking about, like, if you can't bother even come to parties, you might as well, like, kill yourself. Yeah. And he reads it with such such conviction and i loved <laughs> and i don't know if that made me buy his like if that makes me happier about his zod um because i see that behind him yeah um, well there's there's moments where when he's being judged and he's in the handcuffs and he's got the the unitard thing on um and he and he yell i don't know why that's one of the things i point out um, but he yells like, look, I'm going to find him. I'm going to find him. Uh, and it's that moment that I'm like, it's totally believable. Um, but he, do he doesn't like by the end of it, he just doesn't have that. Whatever that thing is that makes for a good villain. Plot. Well, yeah, plot. But his motivation just becomes so diluted by yeah. the end of it. It's like, I'm going to save my species. You know what? Fuck it. I'm Fuck just going to... I don't even I don't even care anymore. I'm just going to go batshit. Again, I, th I think we're bringing up, like... I th there's better ways, I think, to do that. Like the... Yeah. Like the motivation. There's what even a moment it? in the dream when he makes it seem as though he's going to enslave the human race. So that thought entered his mind of, well, if I'm going to terraform this planet, I'm just going to make humans do, like, whatever I want them to do. <laughs> I'm just going to Egypt this. Yeah, like, we're not going to turn them into, into Kryptonians, because they just can't be that. So I'm just going to make them build what I want them to build. And oh. then he just goes, yeah, you know what, fuck that. Not even, not even in the mood. <laughs> not even in the mood. Just going to kill them all. The Earth, the biggest pain in the ass planet known to man. That's all. That's all it is. But, um, but Zod does have a twinge of, of frustration by the end of it because I, I re, I'm one of the rare percentages that really enjoyed what Man of Steel wanted to be, um, and kind of accepted what it was. I appreciated them for what they were trying to do. Yeah. Um, I'll give it that. Um, but I think the execution and like the the palette, the the way too serious tone. Yeah, the palettes. Um, the I'm and I, I don't know if I've brought it up before, but like I I can't buy Henry Cavill. Yeah. And the Again, Henry Cavill, as Henry Cavill, looks like he should be able to walk through a brick Just wall. Just a wall. Right? You look at him, and I, there's at no point I don't look at him and go, you're Superman. 
uh, Superman for like the movie it could have been. Uh, it's uh, like I appreciate it for what they were trying to do. I think ultimately the the color palette doesn't do it a lot of justice uh, because it's super dark. Um, but I think for what they were trying to do, it's it's ironic to say Man of Steel is probably the better movie of the new generation so far. And it's really hard to it's it's weird to say that. Yeah, I guess. Man of Steel is the better movie up to this point. Well, uh, well, that's a tough sell, but I I can kind of see that. Depending. Well, but uh, so real quick, is that a bad thing though? Because if you look at the at the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which we'll talk about in the next episode, um, technically Iron Man is the better movie of the first two movies of the first three movies that were released, and it fits the same mold because you had Iron Man, you had Iron Man two, and then Thor. If you discount um, Hulk, if you, if you discount. Count Hulk because if you discount Hulk for for what it is because it's an Ed Norton movie and not so much a Mark Ruffalo movie, um, it is a uh, like it's it. Uh, if you look at the order by which people look at it, you have Iron Man, you have Iron Man Two. And then you have Thor. Thor. So the first three movies, arguably Iron Man is the better movie. So within within context, I mean, it sucks to say it because a lot of people are not on the same wagon I'm on to say that Man of Steel is a good movie. Um, so I'll give it that. But I liked I Man of Steel when I went to go see it initially. Like, I liked Michael Shannon. I thought mm-hmm. the, the plot was interesting. Yeah. Um, I just couldn't. And uh, I'm biased because when I went to go see it in the movie theater, it was between uh, a friend of mine and um, an elderly woman who was going with her grandkids to see all of these superhero movies. Sure. We had like a 15-20 minute talk before the movie even began about whether or not I, who likes Iron Man or Batman more. And she's like, I like Dark Knight. She's like, why does everyone say that? And I was like, I think it's a generational thing. My mom can't stand those movies either. And that's really funny. Uh, so we're, we're talking, and then there's that one scene when uh, Lois Lane is doing the ice climbing. Yeah. On a cliff that a professional ice climber, ice climber would not attempt without gear. And like heels. And uh, my buddy goes, What the? F-? And I'm like, Really? And the old woman says, What's that bitch thing she's doing? <laughs> From then on, that movie was gold. <laughs> what was, is that bitch thing she's doing? It was running old woman commentary mm. right next to me the entire time. Yeah, so it does get a little spoiled at that point. It was it was pretty There's awesome. nothing else the movie can do to impress either one of you. Yeah. Lois Lane is truly the superhero in that movie. Superman could fly up there. That doesn't take courage. Ice climbing? In heels? In heels like that? I don't even remember if she had heels. I just 
in arguably weather. 10 degree weather yeah probably colder probably colder yeah yeah and it's like okay cool i'm gonna go up a sheer ice cliff and climb into this alien vessel yeah. imagine if it had like taken off like three seconds before she had entered it she just would have died yeah imagine if Zack snyder had taken off three months before committing to do batman v superman <laughs> which is our next subject uh batman v superman dawn of justice um is our next film in the fucktardian diagram uh and it's a film that is very painful to talk about it's a film that takes a lot of one. takes a lot of <laughs> takes a lot of gumption it takes a lot of strength to talk about this movie um because the the theatrical cut of this film is so bad. <laughs> well, to be fair, I say we did not enjoy it. Like, I'll say there's people that enjoyed that movie. I think it's like, what, 12% of critics gave it a, 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 but a, a can, positive But you, you can enjoy a bad movie. Like, you can, you can enjoy a bad movie. Yeah. All right. Uh, so... Mm -hmm. It doesn't. It doesn't mean it's not a bad movie. a bad movie. So that's I, what it is. I agree with you. I'm. I did not. We well. We've talked about it. I did not come out of that movie, uh, remotely happy. Um, but thinking of the villains, anybody remember the villains from that movie? Uh. <laughs> we've got. Uh, it's a it? twist. I know. Um, Lex Luthor. Yes. And Doomsday. And Doomsday. Um, so this this introduces uh, a category that we're going to get into a, in a moment uh, in the Fucktardian diagram. It's a category I really enjoy uh, as you get later and later into <laughs> what's eventually going to be our third episode about the extended Marvel Universe. Uh, and that category is the unacceptable category. It is characters that absolutely hands down should not be in the movie. Like you could take them out of the movie and the movie probably gets better. Yes. Uh, surprisingly, Lex Luthor is not in that category. I think we talked about it. I, I enjoyed Lex Luthor. I, Lex Luthor was, was, a, was a gem for me. <laughs> Absolute gem. Uh, I mentioned this before to most, most of you guys who listen and know about my opinion of this movie, my the Lex Luthor, Jesse Eisenberg killed the Joker. <laughs> he absolutely killed it. It was phenomenal. It was great. That scene when they're on top of the tower, he's got the Polaroid pictures, he's throwing them in Superman's face. It's pure Joker. Love it. It's like an iconic Joker. Movie. All he needed was a was like a laugh, <laughs> and then that would have been it. It would have been it for me. Could you imagine if that's what if that was Zack Snyder's universe? Oh yeah, this is Lex Luthor. It's a twist. He's also the Joker. He's also the Joker. <laughs> do, do you understand how mad just people would lose their minds? Geeks would like implode. Oh, oh, uh, and it would happen in the theater. It'd be so good. Thousands of I'm geeks. I'm sure people would just get up and leave. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Yeah, no. No. Yeah, no. No, we're not we're not going to do that. Thanks. Have a good one. Peace. Um, but yeah, so so Lex Luthor, in my opinion, was was a gem of the movie. Uh, he now, admittedly, he overacted the part. 
I I agree. There was, but I I'm used to crazy Luther. Like I read enough Elseworlds. I'm I'm not viewing this as like poor continuity Luther. There's been multiple Earths. There's been Elseworld comics. Crazy Luther isn't something that bothers me. Yeah. Overacting Luther, I would have, for the sake of this movie, what I would have liked to have seen is more the guy who's playing basketball with his subordinates immediately transitions into I'm pushing a Jolly Rancher in your mouth. Yeah. Like, that that transition was probably the best part. That's Everyone goes, that was weird. And I was like, yes. That's yes, the point. Yes, it was. That was fucking weird. Yeah. That's that's what I wanted. I wanted, like, cool, collected CEO suddenly turns into, you're going to let me push this Jolly Ranch in your mouth because I have that much money. Yeah. And I can do whatever I want. It's almost, you know, Trumpish. And, um... <laughs> it's weird, though, because there, there are even scenes in the movie where I wanted to like him. For those who have watched the extended cut... There's an extended scene, extended scene of Luthor's speech at the uh, at the event for the uh, Gotham Library or Metropolis Library, one of those two. Um, and like he starts to like fumble the speech, and I don't really get it up to that point. Like I don't understand. I don't. Yeah, he gets like um, flustered. Yeah. And he starts stumbling over parts, and then he starts rambling, and I was yeah. like. No, this isn't the guy I saw earlier in the movie. Yeah, how is this guy the smartest guy in the room? And I think that was overall, I remember when you and I were talking about the film, that was the overall thing that was, it was there and then it wasn't there. Was Lex is the smartest guy in the room. And he knows it. And he knows it. So when he walks up to, it, it, you know, that scene, I remember when they first announced Batman v Superman and we watched the first trailer and Lex walks up to Superman and he, Taps him on the chest. He goes, wow, that is that is a firm grip. You do not want to pick a fight with this guy. And we hated the line unless the context of that line was, I already know who both of you are. And I'm throwing it in your face. Exactly. You have no idea that I know everything about you. If that's the context, that scene is great. If that's not the context, I absolutely despise this scene. Which I don't get that context until you watch the extended cut. Exactly. When you watch the extended cut, you get the context. When you watch the theatrical cut, you're pulling your hair out for about 80% of the movie. Uh, uh, okay, so... I liked... Again, when you're talking about like the, the extended cut, like the talks that he has with Holly Hunter. Yeah. Um, the senator and the... Yeah. Um, just the creepy conversations that he has, the the motivation that he had when he was just like, you you can't be all powerful. Yeah. Otherwise, you're not good. Uh -huh. And if you're really good, then you're flawed. Um, and you don't deserve to be a hero that everyone paints you to be. Right. And I liked that moment. Um, in the movie, but just he would just go back and forth so much and like then it just became well i'm just gonna create this weird what was it if um if if man, man can't kill god, god the devil, devil will do it yeah um and i was like no no end this right here yeah just i don't care just 
Just end the movie right here. Or have Batman and Superman fight it out and Wonder Woman comes in and breaks up the fight. Like yeah. that's, that's Don't do what you're going to do. Please don't, don't. Don't do this. I'm begging the movie. Don't like, do this. Admit, don't do this. Please don't. It's right on the ledge of the building. It's getting ready to jump over. I'm like, no. You have the potential to be a good movie. Don't do this. <laughs> People and will be angry at the Martha thing. People you will don't be. understand. But let it go. But Yeah. People will get over the Martha thing. It's a terrible plot concept. It's great when you read it in a comic, but in a movie it's terrible. But don't jump. Don't do it. So And it jumped. So we get uh, Luther going into that transfer window where he was interesting and then suddenly just becomes a fucktard. One of my favorite lines in that movie is the scene where he's talking to uh, the senator. Um, and he says... "Is." It's it's got to be okay if I change one thing about his office. Is it okay? Like he asks like is it okay if I change just one thing? And it's that photo cuz that fo that portrait is a lie. Cuz demons don't come from below us. They come from the sky. And it's a, it's such a great scene. It just speaks to that motivation, but then you lose that motivation along the way. Well, I mean, I don't know if you'll lose the motivation because at the end of at the end of the film, it almost feels like I'm willing to do anything to stop it. I would have liked to have seen that then. Mm. Like it just like so. I still have a huge problem with the fact that he got unilateral control of a ship yep. from fingerprints. Yep. Up to and including. Overriding council edicts. <laughs> yeah. That are millennia old. Right? The Council of Krypton said this is a bad idea. Well, where are they? Huh. Good point. Yeah, totally do it. Yeah. Starting the uh the Genesis Chamber process. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, random human with Kryptonian fingerprints, because I have the ability to scan biological entities yeah. inside my ship. But whatever. That's now cool. sensing now sensing Alexander Luther. Would you like to take control? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I would. Yeah, yeah. That, that sounds legit. Let's do that. Um, so, that's just, I hate that moment. So I was like, okay, cool. And then he's like, I'm going to build a giant monster, and this will not end poorly for me. Not at all. Also, a giant monster he had no plans on how to control. He's like, I made you. Like me. That was kind of his well, That's the thing. He just stands there and Doomsday literally goes to punch Lex Luthor in the face. And Superman saves him, essentially. So there's no, like, remorse or any type of consequence for Lex realizing, I just created something I can't control. I hope Superman deals with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Doomsday. This character is unacceptable is unapologetically unacceptable <laughs> is so i keep i'm trying to think of something redeeming about doomsday and then i'm like no like why does uh, a kryptonian and a human make a cro-magnon bone spur growing emp thing yeah with all of superman's powers did he fly? Uh, I don't know if he can fly more than he can just jump. I think he's very Zod esque. 
prior to his ability to fly. Like, he would just jump really far distances. I think that's kind of what... He was just super strong, super thick skin, weird... He looked like the, the troll from uh, Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Like, I was just waiting for him to start swinging Frodo around. And then they'd be like, he has mystical chain mail. So I never, I never understood... As a side note, comic-wise, why Doomsday had pants to begin with? He was an experiment. Okay. So he had, a, like, a full, like, hood, get-up, pants. Oh, okay. He had a suit. It just got destroyed in the crash. Ah, okay. If I remember correctly. Um, um, oddly enough, the Doomsday fight, one of the few times Delaware is mentioned in a comic book. Ooh. Because jets are scrambled from Dover Air Force Base. Mm. Fuck it. How good did that do them? No. didn't do them very good Um, it happened though yeah there you go Delaware exists we just scramble fighter jets at the whim of whatever whoever's president at the time Um, it helped yeah a little bit Um, but no so Doomsday 100% unacceptable he does not need to be in this movie for this movie to be good I can't think of anything he added other than a big epic fight scene at the end of it that made no sense yeah don't care. But he also exposed things about the characters fighting him that I didn't understand. And that I oh. think is that I think is the problem with your with your what eventually is your climax villain. If he exposes problems with the people you're trying to introduce to fans, it's an issue. Why? Like in in what honest reality can Wonder Woman's bracers absorb absorb uh, area damage. No, that's totally. So totally let me block damage. it with my bracers. My legs are completely exposed, but I'm protecting my face, and I can protect uh, Superman behind me. Batman wasn't it? Or Batman? I'm sorry, Batman, Batman behind me. Um, that was that was a big problem I had. I was like, okay, so the Promethean Bracers can absorb energy. Okay. I think that's a thing, kind of. I mean, a good conductor they can then ref- usually they a good can emitter. Then but, you know, send the energy back out, apparently. Clangy, right? The weird, like, clang, sonic clang. That also sent everything as an AOE damage, not right. as, like, a ripple effect. Um, my, my, my biggest problem with that scene when she shows up is when Superman turns to... Yes. Uh, Batman yes. goes, she with you? He goes, I thought she was with you. And I was like, no, you know she is. You <laughs> met her at two parties, have a photo of her, and have been talking to her via email. You're probably friends on Grindr. Like, <laughs> met a human Grindr. It's a thing. And, uh, but like. But you clearly know she's been on Earth for decades. Right. And you know she, like, probably has no affiliation with Superman or else. They might have talked at the party or something. Yeah. Like, that line makes no sense. Yeah. It was there for comedic effect, completely against the plot. And I was like, that every time I see that, it bothers me. The fact that they put it in the trailer... Is just, even more annoying. salt in the goddamn wound. Well, the, the one of the issues I have with that line is that is that's a comedic gesture at the expense of Batman's intelligence. Yeah. <laughs> If Batman is meant to be the greatest detective in in his at the apex of his career as Batman, not like young Batman. This is like I've been Batman for 20 years now. Maybe the amount of buffness he gets proportionally decreases his ability to cognizate. Like 
like um he's like he just keeps beating on that tire with a hammer and, and he then he's like dumber. i can beat superman <laughs> <laughs> that's totally a thing that can happen and alfred's like you're gonna go to you're gonna go to war he's like yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, oh that line it's like there's even a one percent chance yeah i have to take it as a fact because he can wipe out our species go more into that i want to yeah. hear more about that I don't give a sh about the stupid fucking letters. Like, that you're the greatest detective on the planet, and yet you didn't go like, is this even his handwriting? <laughs> <laughs> let's run some tests on his handwriting. This giant supercomputer I have. Yeah, let's, uh, let's look at this. It's like, this This is made with, like, like really high-end ink. Like, these are, these didn't, or this is from paper he can't buy in goth. Like, something. Like, at no point was he just... All these letters saying he's mad, and then he kills himself. Yeah, it's Superman's fault. Yeah, I was like, it's I'm... a very, it's a very weak plot to establish why they would fight one another. It burns my brain. I would have gone more like the letters. I couldn't stand. I would have gone more into the lives that were lost in the Wayne Building, or the like that that one percent thing. Yeah. Like, so do you see this? Do you see all of the dead? Like, in this building. He he, he did this. He sneezes and people die. Like, that's a thing that could happen. Yeah. If he wanted to wipe out the human race, he could. Even if even if there was a scene that acknowledges the whole the flash scenario in the future, and he looks at Alfred and goes, You haven't seen what I've seen. Oh, the dark side thing? Yeah. Oh, uh, the parademons? That's a whole nother uh. thing. But if you're going to put that in there, run with it. Do something with it. Yeah. You haven't seen what I've seen. Yeah. The, po the potential that he poses could destroy everything we but, are as a society. But but they have the same mother's name. <laughs> Which, like I said, if you read it in a comic panel, that's a, that's a great set sequence of events probably if you watch it in a movie though it's bad it's bad it doesn't have the same outcome okay. so I doomsday we're, we're absolutely off, yeah see this is uh, what happens with this movie uh, you start turns. talking about it it takes us everywhere uh, just like it did just like <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, so uh again we're not a fan and yeah. uh, if you enjoyed that movie, kudos to you. Um, I appreciate you. It's one of the few combo movies I did not go see twice in theater because I could not stand it. Yeah. Um, uh, but, you know, whatever floats your boat. And um, that leads us to the newest installment of the DC Cinematic Universe. I have my opinions on this movie. Um... I have I'm, deep opinions that surprise you. I know, and uh, I have not seen uh, the extended cut still because I haven't been able to force myself to sit down and watch it again and watch that again. Um, I think we talked about that there's kind of three villains in this movie. Uh, yeah. If you don't count, you know, the villains. Um, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. So, um, probably, uh... Who you want to start with? This is tough. Because I'd say, you know, let's 
Do you want to go best to worst or worst to best? Let's go worst to best. That's worst what I best. was thinking. We'll start with the one no, like you know, probably pretty divisive yeah. with people, and that's the Joker. Um, mm-hmm. And this might surprise some people. Uh, we both pretty much universally agree that he's pretty he's unacceptable. Like you could take him out of the movie, and the movie just gets better. Yeah. Like, the the amount of time they gave him on screen really makes no sense for what for was what happening. they're trying to tell. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to seen a Joker scene in the movie. Like, if you want to see, <laughs> uh, he's got like maybe seven minutes total. Yeah, I mean, he's got he's more of a cameo main villain. Uh, but I would have liked it. Like, I would have just liked the flashback where they show us him. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Just that one flashback with the car. Just him being fucking crazy, yep. shooting a gun out. And maybe, like, him and Harley Quinn talking in the prison cell. Maybe. I don't, I don't need to see their fucked up romance. I know it's fucked up. This didn't even port... I, this kind of portrayed it as a fucked up romance. This was more like just a... Uh, it was a romance. In the theatrical cut. There's less abuse and there's more... Other than, you know, the electroshock therapy that turns her... Yeah, but from him. that point onwards... From that point onwards... It's all... It's, it's, it's fairly... It's fairly a typical... I don't even want to say a typical relationship because they're pretty awkward, but... Like, there's no... <laughs> Smiling. Yeah, the, the, the typical Joker-Harley relationship that's kind of centered on this return for abuse uh, kind of just doesn't portray itself in the same way. Yeah, I it's it I mean doesn't... the worst thing he did was he left her in the car to drown. Uh which oddly enough is one of my favorite scenes of Harley because yeah. you saw like her first reaction is to lash out at someone that might be helping her. Yeah. Like I could be dying. Kill it. Yeah. Like I'm drowning and I'm going to try to kill whoever's in front of me. I I love that moment. And I thought that was quintessential like she's fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, so this, this comes to the, uh, the definition of this character. Um, I, I am on my own little banana boat out at sea (laughs) floating by myself. When I say, uh, I absolutely hated this Joker. I was not entertained by it one bit. I think I started off really not liking it, and by the end of it, I just became more indifferent. Like, I don't care. It's probably worse than not liking it. Just not caring. Probably. Like, uh, uh, Jared Leto's Joker, I, he, he didn't do anything wrong. It's the same thing with, like, Ben Affleck's Batman. They didn't do anything wrong. It's not your fault. Yeah. So when this divorce happens... <laughs> it's not your fault. It's not your fault. Um, you played what you were supposed to... What you what you were given. Yeah. Really well. And yeah, his, his Joker is creepy. Um, but it just comes across as like... Crazy. Like, there's crazy mob boss. And then there's like whatever the fuck mob boss the joker was yeah in that movie and then the ex- eccentricities that he had like you've even mentioned like like the smiling the with, smile the hand. with the hand that's interesting but then it was just there was a moment where that was almost cool and then it just evolved into do you like my girlfriend yeah 
as no go more into like him being like weird fucking crazy like he's sitting across from a dude who probably is just like it's really fucking weird and he doesn't do anything like, yeah he's just like oh okay he's fucking weird it's like no there's fucking weird and then there's like with my hand in front of my mouth yeah like call call him out on call that. It, like yeah. if that's why you he killed him i would have been a lot happier if he had just been like you don't like my laugh yeah you don't like my smile what's wrong with my smile and then I you wanna, just beat the shit out right, of him. It's like, I think we should make you smile. And then just, like, bust him in the face. Something like, I don't know. I think, so, so, the reason I'm on this banana boat is because the Joker really devolves into one of three characters. You have, you have the, the, the antisocial Joker, or what I call Jack Nicholson's Joker. He is so detached from society that even as a, even as a gangster it's it's he is clowned out like tells jokes he's very anti-social behavior you then have heath ledger's joker which is the anarchist he is the my my sole purpose is to be the 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 sense of destruction that this world deserves what happens along the way doesn't really matter even if I die along the way, it doesn't really matter. He's the anarchist, right? Right. And then you have the the Joker, if you break him down into three separate kind of entities, then you have the, the prototypical, the clown prince of crime is what he is. And they call him that in the movie. Uh, one of the villains call him that. It's the clown pr- prince of crime. He's the, he's the, the mob boss, the gangster. Um... The problem is that is the least interesting version of him because he's no different than anyone else. Aside from the smile and the eccentricities, what makes him different than Carmine Falcone? It's crazy, and he looks like the Joker. But if that's all you have, right? <laughs> like, oh, well, we made him look like him. Okay, well, just because he looks like him doesn't mean anything. And he's going to do weird shit. Okay, like, I, I, it's not believable. When he says, uh, when he's standing next to Harley before she goes into the vat, and he goes, uh, um, you know, would you die for me? And she says yes. And he goes, no, 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 wait, 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 that's not right. That's that's not right. He goes, would you live for me? And I was just like, who wrote this? <laughs> what fucking dialogue is this? Nora Roberts. <laughs> I'm like, what is, are we establishing something here that I just don't get? And I, I, I don't get it. I don't get, like, what they're trying to establish, this relationship, and how crazy he is. And I'm like, it's, it's the Joker. I know he's crazy. Stop putting the magnifying glass or the, or the spotlight on the fact that he's crazy. Like, we get it. He's crazy. I don't, I don't care about that. Fine. Whatever floats your boat. It's how Joker fits into, in my opinion, it's how he fits into the society around him. Which is that he's a he's a square peg, shoving himself into a round hole. That's what he is, um, and no one's gonna say anything about it. So if he beats the shit out of that dude in the club, everyone in the club is gonna look over, and then they're all gonna look away because they're <laughs> petrified of what he represents. And that's that's the scene I feel like you're trying to deliver. You're trying to deliver a scene that speaks more than just what we see on the screen. I think eventually it is boiled to him down to they're like, how can we joker in this? 
and make it all about Harley. Yes. And I was like, that's nifty, but really a dis- disservice to Joker. Yeah. Because the only way you do that is to make Joker all about Harley. And that's what he was in the movie. He gives her the phone. He's texting her. I'm coming for you. Blah, 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 blah. Joker's just as much of an anti-hero as anyone else in that movie is, which is not what he is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to rescue her from the government goons that put an explosive in her face. Yeah. And... No. 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 I... What Joker would do is he would take it out of her and then he would take the explosive. <laughs> and attempt to use it for something else. Make somebody swallow. Yeah. I don't know. I... I just... That Joker was a disservice to Jared Leto. Yeah, like, so I, I want to I separate the two. Jared Leto's period, I feel like he acted it. Okay. Round of applause. You, you, okay, I'll give you that. The plot just did him a disservice. The plot did him a disservice, and I I do not feel that that Joker is a remotely interesting one compared to what whatever else they could do. Again, I would have liked the flashback scene with Joker and the and the and when she's giving him psych lessons. Yeah, and when they're running away from the Joker, or Batman. running away from Batman. And then I would have been fine with a post-credit scene where she re- where he rescues her. And that's it. And that's it. Fine with that. Yeah, I feel like even to Jared to Jared Leto's anger at the fact that so many of his scenes was cut. If that was their expectation, yes, you're going to be in this film, but you are you are a taste of what is to come. Right. So you have to be willing to accept the fact that you're probably going to be on screen for like four minutes. But those four minutes are to 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 give a taste of what people can expect when they see you on screen in a Batman movie, when they see you on screen in just just like whatever. I know they were really proud of that laugh, the the creepy laugh that he hones, yeah, following oh, people, yeah, over and over. I like that laugh. How cool would that have been if like we'd seen him crazy in the car, and then the final scene was wall bursts open, you see a shadowy silhouette. Like, we never see him before that, like, like yeah. real good shot of him. See a saddle silhouette. That laugh comes out. He just walks out of the, like, yeah. the rubble mist. Shit my pants. That would have been great. Yeah. I, I don't give a fuck how many tattoos he has. That would have been a great that intro. That would have been a great intro. Anyway. Uh, anyway, this Joker, again, I am very aggressively critical of it. But it, in an overall sense, this Joker does not belong in this movie. The way that it was told. Correct. So hopefully they give him some more justice. Yeah. In, um, <laughs> in the whatever Batman movie he appears in. Yeah. It's not, it doesn't seem like it's going to be the first one. Nope. Deathstroke. We can look forward to adding him to this list somewhere. Let's find hopefully. Which I'm interested. Which I'm interested. Um, uh, odds uh, the League of Assassins plays a role in that movie think so it's an easy story to tell if you say that slade came from the same place and if dc's gonna do anything they're gonna do lazy telling storytelling <laughs> a boy can dream um, oh yeah bruce and uh and slade came from the same place i hope not batman begins all over again so uh i'll give it a 40 percent chance and that's higher than i wish that's <laughs> 
That's higher than I wish. So, ah, the actual villain, Enchantress, (laughs) and brother. Which, which I don't know if anyone else didn't see this coming, but anybody that paid attention to marketing would have. Yep. Hey, why does every group shot of the Suicide Squad? Why is Enchantress not with them? No, she's she's She's, totally part of the team. She's part of the team. She's part of the team. Didn't you see all of her posters? She's on them. She's on them. Yeah, but they're all like standing and she's doing this weird like She's off to the side thing or she's off to the side. Like she doesn't look engaged with us in the poster. Everyone else kinda does. Or she's not in it at all. Or she's not in the poster at all. And I was like So so she's the bad guy. You set her up as this omnipotent, like superpower. Yeah. And then she's not in any of the marketing material. <laughs> like she's not she's in like a couple of posters. And that's it. And that's about it. She's not in any like They cut her shows. out of the second trailer. She was almost completely out of the yeah, second trailer. Because all of her scenes she's She's evil. She's yeah. Well, I'm not even gonna give her evil. She's just a tarred with powers. Oh yeah. Like a hard one. Like She's almost like if you looked in the dictionary and looked up fucktard with powers, her picture would be next to it. Right? She's ah, oh, it's so bad. But the the entire premise of hers is It's I'm, been a really long time since I've been worshipped. Right? Is like, <laughs> why won't people worship me? I'm totally worth it. Give me back my heart. And, and so if you're not gonna worship me, I'm just gonna turn you into a husk that will. Right? And it's like, I'm gonna make him I'm gonna make you worship your machines, I'm gonna make one. Why? Why also what machine are you making? This looks like something from Krypton. Huh. And... (laughs) Ah, Zack Snyder, it was you, wasn't it? Right? And his obsession with beams shooting shooting into the sky. sky. Every time. (laughs) Uh, but... She's, uh, she is also unapologetically fucked hard with powers. Yeah, it's... uh, It's so bad. The, The point where she's fighting them... And then at one point, I think she gets hurt, and then she's like, this is boring. I'm going to take all of your weapons away telekinetically. Yeah. You could do that? That was a thing you could have done at the beginning of the fight. Oh, yeah. You can also teleport and make illusions and show them whatever you want. Why is this a fight? (laughs) None of them have powers. Bullets. Deadshot's bullets. There you go. That's the equal. That's the level playing field. Deadshot's bullets. Deadshot's bullets. When she can make him see... Whatever she wants. Yeah. Like, she could just be like, there's 16 of me. I'm also going to teleport behind you, steal your soul, and rip your weapons off you. That's- I'm not even going to talk about her brother. <laughs> Incubus and El Diablo are the only ones that she wouldn't be able to actually, maybe the only ones she wouldn't be maybe. able to influence with the with the illusion magic. Yeah. Because they're apparently Gods. like her. Yeah. And what's unfortunate is, apparently gods can die. Because the most interesting character in that movie, El Diablo, is dead. He's dead. The most interesting uh, anti-hero. Yeah. The only one that I gave a fuck about whether or not they died. Everyone else. And they killed him. They killed him. The only other characters I cared about, I only cared about because the names you assigned them. Yeah. Harley Quinn. I only cared about Harley Quinn because... It's Harley Quinn. Margot Robbie did a good job playing the role, and it's Harley Quinn. Otherwise, she could die, and I couldn't give a random quad. Yeah. What happens to her in that movie? Killer Croc? Um. Uh. I don't. 
I don't really know what to say about him. So I, I want to bring something up because we, we, we were we were taking a break recently and uh, one of the things that came up from one of our friends when we were talking about this movie was the the innate racism in that movie. <laughs> when Killer Croc, the one what everyone assumes black guy of the group. Well, became, Will Smith. Well, Will Smith. So second black guy. but the only thing killer croc wants at the end of the movie is bet seriously man get some premium channels (laughs) that's that's the only thing he wants he doesn't you need to watch westworld something just not just bet that's the only channel yeah what what do you want bet Oh, so the channel. No, I want it in my room. Yeah. Like, I want it to film in my prison cell. Yeah. I just saved the planet. Yeah. I want them to shoot 106 in Park every every day in my jail cell. That, I would, like... Then I'd, Oh, okay. All right. You just want the channel? This. Yeah. Black Star Entertainment? Word? That would be fun. All right. You don't want, like, CNN... Or you know ESPN, or ESPN, or, or HBO. We can get, we can totally get you HBO. I know hey, you love them. Games is that well. really? Could you imagine if Ben and Walla was like, "Is that really the only channel you want? Are you sure about that? <laughs> you Haggles do know what them. message you're sending right now? Uh, we can't get BET, but we can get BET two. Haggle <laughs> <laughs> with them. We can't get the premier BET. Can get the secondary. Yeah, I just I thought that that was a very, it's a very, it's so trite. It's so I don't. Yeah, I don't like comedic effect. And it was it was a joke, a joke for joke's sake, not joke for plot. Yeah. Um. Uh, But that brings us to the one highlight. Did we even say her brother's name, Incubus? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just out of knows her brother's name is Incubus. I don't think they ever mentioned that in the movie. In the extended cut, at least, I know they do. Okay, I don't remember it in the first movie. Again, I've only seen the movie once. I came out of it. A bunch of people I knew. Like, I went in and think... Might like, have been, like, text from their... Oh, their... Their ancient language. I was going to And in between her random uh, seizure gyrations while casting spells. <laughs> um, <laughs> the highlight of this movie, when it comes to villains, is uh, Amanda Waller. Hands down. This, is, uh, this, this movie could be 80% about Amanda Waller, and it would be great. If you still want to do the weird fucking thing with Enchantress, fine. Like, Great. When Amanda Waller like opens up the suitcase and the heart's in there, she just stabs the shit out of it. It's great. <laughs> it was pretty nifty. So, I mean, she's she was the highlight of this movie. Viola Davis was phenomenal. I, I, I loved her playing the role. I loved when they were just like, yeah, you're supposed to get a high target out of the city. Yeah. Oh, it's me. I I I knew you guys wouldn't try as hard. If you knew how shitty of a how shitty of luck is that? That Amanda Waller's home base is in the same fucking city. Well, I think it's why the Enchantress did it in that city. Because she knew where Amanda Waller was. Oh, because of the file that she had seen at the beginning. Okay. So I think she, she ultimately was, wanted to get her heart, which is why they were in that city. Right. Okay. So she was looking. I mean, that for does Amanda make a little Waller. more sense. I'm glad I could make that movie a little bit better for you. That does. That does. That does save that plot. But that ultimately should have been the end. It's a, a, another Batman v Superman. 
if you you're if your ultimate goal in that movie is to go get Amanda Waller, and they don't tell you, but the reveal is, oh shit, yeah, Amanda Waller's here. You got to save her, and then you just have a big ass fight scene around Amanda Waller, and that's it. You defeat Enchantress, and that's the end of the movie. And you are forced to save Amanda Waller, the person who has the life in your hands. That's a great movie. But then once, like, Amanda Waller leaves, and there's the giant beam in the sky, for whatever reason, that serves no plot other than to be ominous in a city that we assume is seemingly empty. Except filled with the uh, Raisin Childs yes, she created. The, yeah. Which... Sure. Whatever. Like, if you your movie should be surrounded around Amanda Waller being the the bitch you can't stand. Yeah. And like I said, if they wanted to do <clears throat> an incidental plot, I if I wanted to do the Joker, I would probably cut the Enchantress, and the the Joker is laying siege to the city. Yeah. He's For out. Whatever. He's got his his army of gangsters and 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 ne'er do wells. Yeah. And he's laying siege to the city. Right? Amanda Waller's in the middle of it. Anybody who tries to fly a helicopter in gets shot out of the sky. Yep. Um, and you just say, okay, cool. So then what's the reasoning as to why Batman doesn't doesn't come Bat- there? Batman's trying to recruit fast, fast Spider-Man. Oh. He's off busy doing that. See, if that's the case, I thought it would have been pretty interesting if uh, this movie took place concurrently with Batman v Superman. And Batman is so wouldn't engulfed cool. in... Wouldn't it be great is if the Enchantress's beam was the thing that called Darkseid the apocalypse, not Lex Luthor? Like, he just happened to intercept oh. the call. Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! We're, we're building this universe for you, DLC. <laughs> I'm, we're building this universe for you. I mean, uh, I don't know what more you guys want. <laughs> Our massive amount of Enchantress energy is what draws Darkseid there. And Darkseid's like, what the fuck is that? I'm gonna go see what that is. That looks funny. <laughs> and then Lex Luthor's just like, pay attention to me! Yeah. You and that that would have totally bought into this idea of Lex Luthor being crazy. Because now he's seen something he can't explain, and no one will believe him because of his actions. So it's, it's twice as frustrating now. No, 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 you don't get it. All that shit I just did, ignore that. Right? <laughs> there are real scary aliens. Yeah. I swear there are real scary aliens. Look, Superman is not scary. I'm not talking about Superman. Right. I'm talking about the weird he- weird horn-headed thing with, with the cubes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, about that. Yeah, about yeah, that. No, 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 ha- no. Have fun in prison. <laughs> have fun in prison. Um... But no, so like Amanda Waller should have been the centerpiece of this movie. And if you're going to do the Joker, do the Joker. Don't half-ass do the Joker because that's what makes him unacceptable. So if Don't put him in the movie as a pander to the fact that you can say he's in your movie. You know? I'm also a little bit frustrated with that movie. One, that it wasn't rated R. Yes. Two... It was very happy ending-ish. Like, it's a movie about villains. Like, El Diablo died, but they didn't really go into that. Like, I didn't see his family mourning. Yeah. Like, well, his I family was dead. Because he killed them. But, I mean, like... 
Like, I didn't feel sad. Like, I felt sad because I actually had emotional investment in that character. The yeah. only one of those guys that I did. I wanted to see... I wanted to see more. Like, everything was happy ending. Like, in my opinion, Moon should have died. Yeah. The Enchantress randomly saving Moon at the end of that. Like, oh, we beat the Enchantress. Oh, she's still alive. That's super cool. No. No, you killed no, her. No, she's dead. She should be dead. That's that's super nice, but just and everyone kind of gets what they want, right? Well, the the bigger issue with that though is, especially from a dead shot sense, like what? So why is he? I mean, I get he kills people for money, but he's not really a villain anymore. He killed a lot of people for money. Yeah, he did. Um. Also, Digger Harkness, like. Are we I not feel... going to go into his racism as well? well his racism... He's a pretty racist character in the comics and in the uh, the cartoons. They portray him as really racist. I just couldn't get behind. He's drinking a beer and then he's like, peace! And then he leaves. And then suddenly and then he all, just comes back. They're doing the, the slow the walk. walk. And then suddenly he just merges with them. <laughs> like, he got lost on the freeway and just happened <laughs> to hit that on-ramp. <laughs> Oh, um, oh hey go. guys, this is something I recognize. I thought I lost the uh, procession. I ended right. up getting back into my spot. Oh, score. Thanks for keeping this spot open. Yeah, it's great. Thank you. Thanks. This road's just wide enough for me to enter and join you Katana's guys. Katana's got the coolest weapon. The soul for no, sword. For no, absolutely no. Or backstory. Yeah. But it's, again, I, I, I'm fine with that. <clears throat> Introduce random shit. But you better make everything else more interesting than it. Yep. Like, the actual story you're telling me better be more interesting than her soul-eating sword. And it's not. Which it's not. The Enchantress. I'm really old. Love me. <laughs> it's not I'm also, interesting. I'm also super powerful. Yeah. Love but I me. can be beaten. But I can, but I can be beaten by mundane technology when I have the ability to control minds, teleport. And do a lot of stuff. Magic. Gravity reversal. <laughs> There's a lot of random stuff that happens in that movie. It's bad. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I didn't enjoy it. If you enjoyed it, congratulations. Power to you. So I did not. No acceptable characters. No, like oh, in the DC extended universe. Yeah, no fucktards with powers, and that's okay. Correct. There's I, everyone is a fucktard with powers is pretty much. I, the only times I would say the fuck shows the powers and that's acceptable is if you counted the actual Suicide Squad characters. Okay. Because a few, like, a couple of them are designed to, to be, be fuck with, with powers. powers. Digger Harkness. Well. Crocodile Croc. Uh, Killer Croc. Killer Croc are all they're fuck with powers. powers. And yeah. that's fine. That's, that's what they it's are. Okay. But unfortunately, they're not the villains of this movie. They're the heroes. So... It kind it of backfires, worse. yeah. Uh, so, since technically this is the end of the, uh, we're approaching the end of the first episode, it is probably we we should be behooved to go over our scoring system. Uh, the DC universe finished uh, with a sixty-two percent quality villain rate. And so, if uh, uh, I believe we talked about it at the beginning, talked a little bit. bit. But we the again the scale is done on a uh, one to ten or you know, one to ten yeah. 
scale um with quality villain being a 10 mm-hmm. uh unacceptable being a one unacceptable being a one and then like a transfer would either be like uh nine or uh six somewhere in that range depending if they were quality right um then a Tars of Powers was fuck Tars of Powers and that's acceptable mm-hmm. was a five and then a fuck Tars with Powers is like wait I think we gave like, it a three yeah we just gave it that middle number between right. two and four and then uh, then we took the total number of points you could have had mm-hmm. based on all the villains based on the total number so whatever many there were times ten and then did it just like you got a a grade test. Divide yep. the score you got by the potential total, and Bob's your uncle. That's your percentage. Yeah. So, at up to this point, now remember DC still has a what we will assume is a Marvel esque ton of movies to go, well, unless know, they get unless they get the the shaft and they're like, yeah, this isn't working. Uh, I think Wonder Woman's going to be pretty telling for that. Like, yeah. if Wonder Woman goes badly, that's gonna that's yeah. If Wonder um, Woman gets another low rating that's three straight movies that would have gotten a sub they wonder woman would have to get a sub 30 for the last three movies they've done to get a sub like a sub 30 rating yeah um i hope that movie's not bad but captain america with boobs i'm not that interested in watching but so, even then, I am interested in the, the sense color of palette looks better. The, the color palette looks better and the world building looks like, better. I actually see some pastels, yeah. which is super. <laughs> um, but the world building looks better, like Themyscira and and the story I'm, they're trying to. I'm really hopeful. To tell. Um, I'm hopeful. Yeah. I want to. I want a story driven movie, not a. I want to watch superheroes fight movie. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah. I don't. Uh, at the point of this episode aquaman has been pushed back to 2018 to yeah. 2018 which uh, we'll see how that goes um justice league right so you've got um batfleck captain america with boobs fast spider-man and not so dead superman mm-hmm. uh we're apparently going to meet uh everybody's favorite cyborg mm-hmm. um and, and i think i do green Lan- aquaman uh, we're gonna do um, Cal Aquaman. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if we're doing Green Lantern in the Justice League movie. I don't think so. I know but they keep saying. I read this recently. Every Warner Brothers promo keeps saying "Unite the Seven. Hmm. And there's only six people cast for that movie. But they keep saying Unite the Seven. I can really hope, because I really want to see a good Green Lantern. So do I. I really do. I really want to. Um, I'll be interested surprise, to see what go with. Uh, surprise, Ryan Reynolds is in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine? He's Kilowog. He's... <laughs> He's... <laughs> Green Lantern flies by. Ryan Reynolds is like an extra. He's like in, in a like a shirt. He's all scruffy. looks homeless. He looks up and Green Lantern flies by. He goes, what the fuck? Right? <laughs> <laughs> but have him be like Wade Wilson, like with the with like the the shaved head and like the the piercings or whatever the he piercings. had at the beginning of the movie. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck's that? 
That'd be great. If DC could laugh at itself like that, I would can't. respect it so much more. I can't. It is the it is the comic for the serious man. Yeah. A boy can dream. So, the DC Cinematic Universe fi- finishes with a 62%, just above passing. Uh and it is unless you're in college. Unless you're in college, uh 62% isn't very good. But it is uh it's passing it is, outside it of is your major. passing. It is technically <laughs> the second highest. It is smack in the middle of the road. Uh yeah, the um oddly enough, the Marvel uh extended movies Fox, Sony, uh all that stuff, yeah. The the non MCU Marvel movies. Uh the ones that still get the page flip, I think, that don't get that cool Marvel Studios yeah. um thing at the beginning of the movies now. Yeah. Right? Uh those guys Because that's how people read comics. You don't read comics like that? No. I actually lay them on my face and attempt to absorb them. <laughs> I mean, it works pretty well, except I have very oily skin. <laughs> so, so that's that's it for the first episode of Can't Live With Them, Can't Live Without Them, CLWT Squared. Uh, our next episode is going to be on the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, a two-parter, so right? That's a two-parter, yeah. So uh, this one will probably also be a two-parter. Oh, yeah. Uh, so technically, this will be episode three oh, and episode four. This yeah. Nuts. This is crazy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I know. Actually, I'm not sorry. If you guys have stuck around for two episodes, I'm proud of you. I really am. Uh, he believed in you, I did. <laughs> so, yeah, your next two episodes, Marvel Cinematic Universe, so enjoy that. Uh, and then after that, it will be the Marvel Extended Universe. And then, it's, I guess, to end the miniseries, we will have a nice little treat for a lot of people who are fans of the uh, DC TV shows little bit of a surprise let's hope it's a good one let's let's we got a lot to talk about there (laughs) so uh thanks for uh thanks for stopping by for another episode and uh we'll see you guys next time toodles